Hey, good morning, North Place. We are so glad that you have joined us this morning online for service. You know, the great thing is you can catch North Place now from any place, right? So hopefully you're having a great day in the Lord. And uh, we just want you guys to know we love you and we miss you. We can't wait to see your faces again, uh, hopefully very, very soon. I have a question for you this morning, though, as we begin uh, to look at God's Word. Have you ever been caught talking to yourself? I, I know you may find this surprising, uh, but when Sarah and I first got married, I was a little embarrassed because at times I, I would start talking to myself and I would be really embarrassed because she would say, well, who, who are you talking to? And I'm like, oh, uh, no one, you know, because I used to think, oh, I'm the only one that does this. I'm the only one that talks to myself at times. Now, fast forward 13 years later, we've been married now for 13 years. We have three kids. And nowadays, honestly, I'll just mumble something. And Sarah says, uh, what did you say? And I'm like, I was talking to myself. And we just bo both kind of move on like, oh, okay, he's doing that again. You know, honestly, I used to think that I was the only one that did this. But the reality is, all of us, no matter who we are, we talk to ourselves. There's conversations going on inside of our brain throughout our day. You know, I read this week that according to one study, 96% of adults will have at least one conversation with themselves in the course of a day. Okay, so that's a little creepy to be honest with you. 96% of us are walking around, hey, how are you doing, Aaron? I'm good, how are you? How's your day going? It's going pretty good. I don't know if that's how your conversation looks with yourself, but what's cool is it's not just me and it's not just you, it's really all of us. Most of us are doing it. We're, we're talking to ourselves. And so here's the question that I have for you this morning. What are we saying to ourselves. Because see, the reality is, is what we say to ourselves is very, very important. What's going on in our brain and the talk that we have that's going over in our brain every single day, it's important to look at, okay, what's going on inside of there? You know, the Bible actually gives us an example of someone that was close to the Lord talking to himself. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, the Bible actually calls this man a man after God's own heart. And he's not talking to himself about a to-do list or a task that he needs to get accomplished or anything like that. But he's actually talking about something much, much greater. I'm talking about King David. And you know him in the Bible. He wrote many of the Psalms that we have. And in Psalm chapter 103, verse 1, King David actually says this. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. You know, it's interesting that King David had to actually tell himself. He was talking to himself, and thank goodness he wrote it down. But he had to tell himself, self, you are going to bless the Lord. King David is writing this psalm, and I mean, imagine if our journals were published for generations to see. Woo, that would be crazy. But I'm so thankful that King David, his journal was published so that all of us could know what was he thinking. 
because he shows us a glimpse into his life. King David talked to himself. It's, it's also known as self-talk, and we all do it. David had to tell his soul. He had to tell himself, soul, you will bless the Lord. Soul, you will bless his holy name. You see, David's self-talk, it wasn't just based on a positive outlook of life or a positive confession. David wasn't telling himself, wow, King David, man, you're looking pretty good. You must be working out. You're awesome. David wasn't just being positive and saying, well, you know what? Everything's crazy, but it's okay because I'm awesome. No, no, no. That wasn't what he was doing. What was he doing? He was doing this. Healthy self-talk, it's not just rooted in my character, it's not rooted in our character, but rather in God's character displayed throughout redemptive history. You know, as you read through this psalm, Psalm chapter 103, David makes some statements like this. He says, he, the Lord, forgives all of my sins, casting them as far as the east is from the west. David says things like, he, the Lord, is compassionate, that he, he's a loving father. You see, David wasn't focused on his own attributes or his own goodness, but he was focused on the character of God. David wasn't just focused on everything that's good within David. No, 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 no. King David was focused on God's character. You see, just like David, you and I, we have to remind ourselves of who God is, but not only who he is, but what he has done for us. North Place, can I encourage you as you're having conversations, as you're allowing those thoughts to come into your mind throughout your day, as the self-talk is happening, don't forget that God has forgiven you of your sins. Just as King David said, he throws our sin as far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered again. Don't forget that because of Jesus Christ, you and I now have an eternal home with our creator. That when we put our faith in Jesus, we have an eternal home with the one who loves us and gave himself for us. Don't forget that we serve a loving, compassionate God. And you know what? Don't forget that God doesn't change. The Bible actually tells us he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In other words, he's the same when there's COVID and when there's not COVID. He's the same when there's insurrection or not. God is still on the throne no matter what is happening around us. You see, we have to remind ourselves of that. Healthy self-talk, it isn't rooted in my character, but it's rooted in the character of God. That's important. But then there's another important part of that, his character that has been displayed throughout redemptive history. You see, from the beginning of time, God has been showing his redemptive character for you and I. If you read on in in Psalm chapter 103, you'll come to verse 7 and 8. And here's what David says in verse 7. It's interesting. He says, He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. Okay, well, what are those ways? He tells us, The Lord is compassionate and he's gracious. He's slow to anger and abounding in love. 
Sometimes we can read that and, and we can forget to understand the concept of time throughout the Bible. We said that we're looking at God's character that has been displayed throughout redemptive history. You know, David was not there when God made his ways known to Moses. That happened generations before King David was ever there. King David wasn't there when God made uh, his ways known and deeds known to the people of Israel. King David wasn't there. He, he wasn't around when that was happening. Well, what are you trying to say, Aaron? Well, here's the thing. David recognized God's working throughout history to redeem his people. See, King David recognized, I might not have been there, but I realized that God has been at work bringing his people back to himself from the beginning of time. You know, the reality is, North Place, especially over the past few weeks, you and I may not be able to see it now, but God is still working to redeem people. Please, please, please get that into your minds and into your spirit, into your soul today, that regardless of what's happening around us in our society, that God is still at work. I've heard one guy put it this way one time. He said, don't equate God's silence with stillness, because even though we may say, man, things are chaotic and, and I don't know what's happening, here's the reality. We may not be able to see it with our physical eyes, but God is working to redeem people. He's drawing people to himself. Can I tell you, even right now, I can see it and I can hear it. And just right where we are here, we can hear the construction happening. We can hear the things that are moving forward at North Place. And even though there are things that are at work that are trying to stop the work of God, God's work will not be stopped in Durban, South Africa. Praise God. He's drawing people to himself. David says this in Psalm chapter 103, verse 8. When he said in verse 7, he said, The Lord made his way known to Moses and to Israel. And then, verse 8, he says that the Lord is compassionate and he's gracious. He's slow to anger and he's abounding in love. You see, healthy self-talk clings to specific truths found in Scripture. Healthy self-talk will cling to specific truth that we see in God's word. Well, what do you mean, Aaron? Well, uh, follow me real fast, okay? Verse 8 that we just read of this passage, it's actually a quote. It's not original. David is actually quoting from Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. He's actually quoting the words of Moses in Exodus chapter 34. And this is a text that shows up throughout the, the actually entirety of the Old Testament. In the book of Joel in the Old Testament, there's a, a time of sin in the nation. And the author, Joel, he actually says, The Lord is compassionate and he's gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. In the book of Lamentations, if you've never read that, I encourage you to read that book. It's a very uh, poetical book. It's a beautiful book. As the book of Lamentations is actually written during a time of suffering. The city of Jerusalem uh, has actually been burnt to the ground. Children have been taken captive and the people are lamenting. They're, they're devastated. The city is devastated. And the author says, the Lord 
is compassionate and he's gracious. He's slow to anger and he's abounding in love. You see, these authors of the Old Testament, they clung to the specific truth that God had revealed to Moses. You know, in my life personally, um, Sarah and I, over the past couple of years, we've talked a lot just about things that are going on in our life and in our world. And for me individually, um, I've clung to a specific truth. Psalm chapter 23, you probably know it, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But specifically verse 4, I've clung to for really the past couple of years in my life. Psalm 23 verse 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, honestly, guys, a few weeks ago with all the unrest and everything that was going on around us that first night, my kids, they slept peacefully in their rooms. They were asleep. They didn't know what was going on. Thank God. But I clung to this truth. God, you said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't have to fear. Why? Because, God, you're with me. Even when I went back to my house and... and um, Towards the end of everything, and everything had kind of calmed down. I, I was having trouble to s- just sleeping at night. I was saying, God, I, I really need help with this because I, I need to be able to rest. Like, I literally have a disease that <laughs> I have to sleep, you know, or it's totally going to mess me up physically. I went back to my house. I was having trouble to sleep at night, and I would just over and over again talk to myself, self-talk. I would remind myself. Psalm 23, verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. Why? Because, God, you're with me, and your rod and your staff, it comforts me. I clung to the truth of God's word. North Place, I want to encourage you, cling to specific truths in God's word. When you're in your daily 20 and you're spending time with the Lord and and you're worshiping and you're praying and you're reading your Bible, man, go in and this is why we tell you to journal. Write down those things that God is speaking to you from his word. Cling to specific truth that you see in God's word. Return to those things and, and remind yourself of what God says. Remind yourself, you know what? Yeah, yeah. it may be dark days right now, but it's okay because I know that there's one with me and there's one in me who's greater than the one that is in the world. Cling to specific truth in God's word. North Place, I want to challenge you this week. Make it a point in your daily 20 to look over Psalm chapter 103 and look for the truths of who God is and what he has done. And what he does presently. And then remind yourself of those throughout the week. Talk to yourself. <laughs> but not about you. Not about your to-do list or your tasks or, or the holidays or your next you know, holiday or whatever. No, no. Talk to yourself about who the Lord is and what he's done. I want to ask you, North Place, what, what would your day look like, your week look like if you talk to yourself not about just your to-do list or the news or the, all the negative things going on, but, but what if we talk to ourselves about who God is and what he's done?
What if we remind ourselves this is who God is? What if we held on to specific truths in Scripture and then we dwelt on those throughout our day? What would our day look like? What would our week look like? This morning, I want to pray for you as we go, and I want to pray that, that those, those thoughts and those thought patterns and the self-talk that we all have, that it would be focused on God and His character, not our character, but it would also be focused on the specific truths of God's Word. Pray with me this morning. Lord, we love you. Father, we thank you so much for our, our community and our church family. God, we thank you for what you're doing. And even though we may not see it physically, God, we know that you are at work in our community and in our city and in our country. And God, we thank you for that. Lord, we just pray that you would continue to protect and provide for your people. And Lord, I pray for North Place specifically, God. I pray for, for every person that calls a North Place home, Lord, that, that you would help them throughout their day. When negative thoughts arise and negative self-talk and all of those things, Lord, I pray that your word would rise up within them and that they would declare the truth of your word. They would declare the truth of who you are and what you have done. Holy Spirit, I thank you for what you're going to continue to do in North Place. Be with our people. Be with our community of faith. And Lord, until we can all come together again, protect us, provide for us. Lord, comfort those who need comfort. Love those who feel unloved. Provide peace for those who need peace in their hearts and minds. Jesus, we love you. We thank you and we glorify you today. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. North Place, again, we are here for you. We're praying for you. We hope you have a wonderful week in the Lord. God bless you.